0: Mansplaination is a show about two men trying to break free from the prison of toxic masculinity. They offer no professional advice or suggestion. They will occasionally use adult language and will often discuss examples of violence and malicious behavior, so parental guidance is recommended.
1: There you are. Okay. (laughs) Say something real quick.
0: My name is Tim.
1: Not in the ill communication way. No,
0: no, she's 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 bad. Nope, that doesn't work. Not in the Michael Jackson way.
1: <laughs> How are you doing today, Tim?
0: I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm hoping I'm not getting sick. Yeah, but, something going around. Uh, yeah, it's this cloud of smoke. Oh, and yes, a, that's covering. California, so well, at least the Bay Area, and well, have you thought about
1: going Northern out in California, raking
0: the leaf, Tim? Have I thought about it? What? That's,
1: apparently, that's all you need
0: to do. Doing what now?
1: Raking the leaves.
0: No, I don't. Have you, have I, you I heard this? I don't live in upstate New York. I don't need to rake leaves. I'm not a peeper. Okay,
1: so Donald Trump uh, did an interview where he said, "In uh, Finland, they don't have forest fires because <laughs> they rake their leaves," and he knows this because the Finnish president told him this. Finnish president said we had no conversation like
0: this. <laughs> America's racist grandpa. Yep, pretty much worse than that. America's racist uh, uncle grandpa.
1: It's it, the worst parts of America it, combined.
0: Yeah, he doesn't drink. How could <laughs> he doesn't drink? Top. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's a guy that's failed upwards for 72 years because he's white, he's rich, he's had influence. The, the ball's been in his court the entire time, and he's shocked that no one else has the, has the recipe.
0: Welcome to Mansplain Nation, a discussion. I'm Sorry, I don't have my notes in front of me. And I just started to do the introduction. Uh, where is it? It's a something about something. Do you want to we, give it a shot? We talk? Do you want to do it? Do you want yeah, to do, do the intro? I'll do this one on the fly. Welcome to Explanation.
1: My name's Todd. This is Tim also. And uh, today we'll be talking about, uh, basically we'll be two white men talking about owning our shit, trying to make the world a better place, and getting through it all.
0: It was okay. It, was okay. it felt it weird. Okay? It felt weird. Yeah. Come on, Tim, it always well, feels weird. Do you, want to, do you want to do the intro now? I, you could do no, the intro. Uh, you, you didn't have one at hand, so I figured, yeah, let me give it a shot. I mean, the intro is always the same. It's always supposed to be the same. Yeah. But that was a good and one. And I That's... didn't have it in
1: front of me either, so I figured, yeah, I'll just uh, see what happens if I wing it.
0: Thanks for being impatient. Do you want to do another take? No. You're That's drinking... perfect. <laughs> it was perfect the way it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I'll edit it together. So what's the manliest thing you did this week?
1: Manliest thing that I did this week. The manliest thing that I did this week. um, So I work for a government agency that uh, works with homeless veterans. Mm -hmm. And Thanksgiving is coming up. And last year what we did was we found out that there was a car dealership that gives away free turkeys with, along with like one of the morning drive time talk shows, and uh, we called them Wednesday morning and said, "Do you have any leftover turkeys? Because we're trying to give them to, you know, homeless hungry veterans." And they said, "Well, we have sixty. How many do you want?" And the only good answer there is, "I want sixty, please." So they gave us sixty turkeys like at 8 a.m. on Wednesday morning, and I spent the rest of the day, line, like just going from. Vet to vet that I know that that's on my caseload that's on all of our caseloads. Like, here's your turkey, we'll see you. Here's your turkey, we'll see you. And just did you know, played turkey Santa Claus for nine hours straight,
0: passing out some turkeys,
1: yeah. And so, uh, last week, uh, my co worker and I we set that up to do that this year. So, we made reached out to the contacts, let them know, hey, we're not trying to you know, horn in on your stuff, but if you got extras, we'll find them good, uh, good, good, homes, homes. good, good bellies. Yeah. Who's yeah?
0: In, who's that's who's in charge of the turkey in your your family?
1: Um, typically it's my mom. Yeah, you mean like doing the turkey or carving the turkey?
0: Oh, I the that's who. Well, let's take it from beginning to end.
1: Okay, so um, typically my mom does the turkey. She's the one that cooks it. She's the one that makes it. She's the one that buys it, defrosts it. She's the one with the most culinary experience in the. Uh this year my older sister's contribution is they're buying the turkey. Okay. Um carving the turkey, it's either my mom or my brother. Okay. Who's kind of like the de facto big brother in the family. He's okay. been my older sister's partner since they were thirteen and fourteen, respectively.
0: Okay. I forgot that was a thing.
1: Carving a turkey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it
0: being the That's thing that thing. the it, the man it does. Is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like at one point, my mom pulled me aside. It's like, is it weird that Paul does this? It's like I don't really care. It, it, it's not surgery. It's not. It's nothing that you know. I, I they all eat white meat. White meat. I like the legs and the dark meat because let's face it, that just tastes better. And uh, so I just rip off a leg. Ultimately,
0: that's where the that's where the blood is. I don't know. That's I don't, the... It's the tastier meat. It's, it just tastes better, I think. What about you, Tim? It depends. What about what do you mean? What about me? I've never made Who buys a turkey. I've never, made does it? A, I've never bought a turkey. I've never made a turkey. I've never carved a turkey. Now, if we're talking about chicken, that's a whole other story.
1: You've carved a chicken.
0: Oh, I've I've carved up a chicken.
1: Okay. I've cooked up a chicken
0: on Thanksgiving. No. <laughs> oh. Uh, no. My, yeah, mom. Mom does everything. Um, I'm trying to think. Usually, historically, historically in my family, I would say mom and grandma did everything, including carving it. Like the turkey never came to right. Like there was never that, you know, scene in
1: the Norman Rockwell, the man carving the turkey, putting it on everyone's plates.
0: Chevy Chase and. national lampoons christmas vacation where okay. the whole table, where they like the, the turkey's just on the table and he starts carving it mm-hmm. they would carve it in the kitchen with an electric okay. knife which i thought was funny which i i wonder if that still exists that's not a thing that exists anymore is it, it? does a, an electric carving
1: my knife. wife uh when we, when we were registering for our wedding gifts she she wanted to register for one And I I said no because I think they're stupid. (laughs) And it was kind of like one of those things where, you know, like in the uh, whirlwind whatever of registering for gifts and getting married, everything seems like a great idea. Then once that wears off slightly, you're like, oh, yeah, that would have been dumb. We don't need that. Right. That would just take up space in a drawer.
0: Yeah. And you would use it maybe once a year.
1: Maybe once a year. And let's face it, if you've cooked something that requires sharpened electricity to get through it, (laughs) You, you haven't done your job.
0: Uh, we, my, my family, we ate a lot of roasts, so it was used a lot. Okay. Um, to carve up, like you know, rib roast or or beef, or whatever meat was on hand. But I, I always, it's something you don't. I don't even think. Right. Same thing. It's like, why do you need uh, a power knife, a power tool, essentially a a saw, a power saw, yeah. a tool. For the kitchen to cut through it. I mean, it's you know you want to do it fast and quick. You want to get it, get that meat. Does it make it faster or quicker? Perfect, even I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. I mean, I
1: could understand if you're a butcher, or you're working in a oh, deli. That would be one thing, but
0: yeah, I fe- it it's interesting because I feel like it, that's totally something that I can see coming back as, um, that kind of cooking moves from being. Like right, like I see that as an appliance sold in like the '50s and '60s as oh, this will mm-hmm. make your, this will make your housewifery so much easier, mm-hmm. L- less time, uh, saving time. And now, especially since men have really like doubled down on well, we are the barbecue kings, and meat, mm-hmm. and there's that, and I, th- I mean, I think
1: a lot of men are just like. No, I would like to cook this. I I remember watching my mom do this when I was a kid. I was fascinated by it, and I don't give a shit about football, so I think I would like to try this. Cooking? I I think that's something that's really cooking, and more specifically cooking for the big holiday meals.
0: Hmm.
1: I think a lot of the the gender roles around that are starting to evaporate, especially, like, my mom and I were talking about this earlier. Uh, She she was, uh, I was talking about, like, doing something with my daughters she's like that that's really good that you did that your dad didn't do mm-hmm. stuff like that my dad a good man blah 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 Works 16 hours a day but she said it was also the time yeah that, that back then men just did, didn't do the things that men do now we're not we're way more involved in parenting and way more hands-on i'm looking forward to doing girl scouts with
0: my daughters oh, that's, stuff like that that's fun well, it's just, yeah, no, yeah. it's just Scouts now. No, I forget. There was a controversy. There was a weird. Yeah, I
1: think it is just Scouts. No, but... that
0: was the Boy Scouts wanted to shift to just being called Scouts. Okay. To be more inclusive. And then Girl Scouts were like, well, no, we're also the Scouts. Um, okay. This is a good place to seg, but I also want to like dig more into the Thanksgiving cooking thing. So okay. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to, this anecdote of like being a kid. This like being a kid, and like some of the men in my family, like would help out in the kitchen. It was it was strange because right like it was like oh the you know it was that kind of classic the women do the cooking in They're the kitchen, football. men watch football. My dad did dishes, right? Like it that like around my I would say like my dad's generation, and even earlier, like it you know people born in the late 40s 50s 60s helping out with the dishes and and cleaning up and setting up became it's probably considered progressive more nor yeah yeah became more progressive um but it was funny because i just remember like stories of the women in my family complaining about how the men didn't help out with cooking it's like oh they'll, mm-hmm. they'll never help out couldn't get them to do it like sort of as that that was like kind of the refrain uh, like in kind of a response to that wave of femi- feminism in that generation about like, well, ha- you, you will never get a man to do the laundry or X, mm-hmm. Y, you know, to do what was perceived as being uh woman, woman's work or f- a feminine type of task growing up in that atmosphere of it wasn't right. It wasn't that these were assigned gender role expectations. It was like kind of like individual choice okay. of who would and wouldn't help out kind of thing. But also getting the message of a kid is like, well, no, this is this is what the girls do and what the ladies do. It was right, like this weird, confusing set of mixed mixed messages. Yeah. Um, if that makes sense. But you know, talking about, right, like, now now we're doing things that, you know, men are boys. Let's start with boys. Boys are more interested and in allowed, like, allowed to be interested and in show, are encouraged to be interested in doing things that were not traditionally masculine, like helping out in the kitchen instead of...
1: One of the major networks for children right now is the Food Network. Really? Because it's one of those things, yeah, yeah, it's like... As somebody who's spent a lot of time watching a lot of cartoons, uh, today I went out and I saw a grown-up movie. It was the first time I'd done that in months, and it just felt good. Nobody broke into songs. There were no animals. It was just wonderful. And I think that's kind of something like the Food Network's a nice bridge to that because it's something that an adult can watch and gain a level of appreciation from. Any kid can watch it. Uh, my wife is watching uh, the Great British Bake Off, oh, yeah. and my daughters, who were four and two, are really into it. Yeah. They, <laughs> <That's a good laughs> one one of the things that they found fascinating is in the current season on Netflix. There's a one of the participants has uh, six fingers.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, um, I believe it was a birth defect. It's not really addressed, which is kind of cool. Why you know why should it be addressed? Right. But of course, my four year old is stuck on it and really wants to know. It's like, is that because she didn't listen to her mom and dad? stuff what? like that <laughs> how did she get those cut at all so we're, we're trying to have a talk with her about that but right, right now the Food Network is like a major thing for a certain age to watch with your children uh,
0: uh, <laughs> what do you tell your children Todd if you you disobey you'll grow extra limbs no no Def-
1: you'll lose limbs Tim <laughs> come on get with it
0: <laughs> Okay, I'm not a monster I'm gonna cut your hand off Mm-hmm. If you touch that one more time, I can yeah. totally see you saying not, not at all. No, I, I cannot, would never not, say not at that. all, see you saying that.
1: But I mean, I think you had been over to my house when uh, my oldest she fell, and immediately my response was, "What do we like?"
0: Oh, pain. Yeah. And
1: then her response was, mm-hmm. "Pain." Yeah. Because you know, I don't pain. want her to be afraid of getting a little bit hurt and doing something that hurts a little bit, like running or anything like that.
0: Well, I haven't watched. I'm not caught up on great british bake-off it is one of my favorite shows um since they they switched hosts i think that's the the newest season where it's mm-hmm. my favorite mighty boosh actor noel field yeah. everyone's favorite british fop mm-hmm. vince noir richmond the goth from the it crowd i'll well yeah we're just going to talk about this has suddenly become a noel fielding fan cast we talk about all of his projects and how he's influencing children. But, um, yeah. So, right.
1: Yeah, so I, I think we're, I think with a lot more kids watching the Food Network, they want to try stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. if, my, if I'm having a hard time getting my kids to eat, a surefire thing to do is, hey, let's make something together. So I've had to go out and research recipes that, you know, that kid can do. Something easy, but still, you know, kind of fun. Something that would be interesting for them.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you hit on it like a couple minutes ago about right m- <laughs> men are doing things like cooking now, mm-hmm. uh they're also doing things like having female friends,
1: yes, um
0: yes. which apparently is I think of all the things we've talked about, this is like legitimately new territory this idea of cross gender friendships, which I think is the correct mm-hmm. term because I did some reading about it. Cause I was like, Oh, what's the, what's the history? Like, is there, like, what's, let me look at some, you know, psychological sociological things about friendship and human bonding, cross sex friendships, um, female bonding, male bonding, and then cross sex friendships and yeah it's because of how you know work and responsibilities have been gendered for pretty much the majority like of civilization not not to say all civilizations have gendered but up, this, until, but up until now like this the, the the form of patriarchy and you know that has existed in america and european civilization blah 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 has kept men and women separate so like that the only time for bonding that made sense was um was romantic bonding um that that (laughs) that this this uh, this whole problem of you know or just talking about women having male friends and men having female friends and all the different genders having non-romantic interest in each other, like just straight up, straight up platonic love, platonic friendship, you know, interest in that kind of bonding there, there, it didn't exist. Um, Right.
1: If, if you were going to work in the 1940s, 50s, 60s, whatever, and you were a man, you were hanging out with other men, maybe right. a secretary, but you weren't hanging out with her. You were telling her, hey, get me coffee. I need this filed.
0: You were the her people that
1: you interact right. with on a parallel level would be other men. Uh, Women we... start going to work, all of a sudden they start doing the same jobs we are. And uh, we're forced to interact with them and engage them on a more respectful level, oh. as it should be
0: yeah which is in, which that that's a whole other topic and interesting to me but that kind of how that boss employee really especially having been in middle management in my well, life and you're not supposed right. to be friends with the people you manage your or employees. your employees right um which i have a huge amount of problems with but that it's interesting that to think about how that kind of does stem from the fact that we were also gendering Right, like in in the workplace, the women you would have interacted with as a man, and vice versa, well, not vice versa, but right, would have been your subordinates, and would have always been your subordinates because they
1: were, they weren't allowed to be in a parallel uh, role. I think, or that, a superior role.
0: I think that's the premise of the entire, you know, sh- Mad Men series. But like, this is a new problem. Can like, you be friends with women? Of. Of any of the research, like stuff I've looked in, it's like it all, it's like there's no real historical data. Like, and I'm like, is that really true? And even in like fiction, like, are there examples of, and, and so I could, but right. And so, speaking of fiction, literally every hokey or, you know, on vice or the art of manliness or psychology today, any blog post article seemed about this topic that I found and read uh, brought up when Harry met Sally, like without fail, oh. without. fail. Okay. <laughs> apparently when Harry met Sally is, the, is
1: it's like patient zero. Yeah.
0: Is patient zero of men can't be friends with women because sex will always be in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, And even some articles start out was like, well, apparently it's like, I thought Harry and met Sally, def- you know, kind of set this in stone that, there there can be no friendship between heterosexual men and women which
1: um, is insane which is,
0: which, is, <laughs> which is completely insane to me it, yes it's, it's mind-blowing to me so um i thought i would start by just talking about my experience i i grew up with like as a little like as as like a three to five year old like earliest memories most of the other kids my age in my neighborhood would girls so mm-hmm. I like most of like had a lot of female friends. Okay. It wasn't until like the past three or four years I realized that some, specifically men, other men thought that that was a problem. Hmm. Um. I don't know. Right. Like. And it's weird they because it was it's weird.
1: Like, they thought that uh, you know I don't know if I want Tim hanging out with my wife. Kind of a thing or
0: um had that conversation
1: or gotten that vibe? I don't know if I mean
0: I've gotten this conversation from my female friends talking about their boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Um or like right, new boyfriends, and like that conversation about like this married guy wants to hang out with you. That's weird. Oh, and actually yeah, or somebody's brother said something to her. Yeah, it was and I was like, oh, okay. And it's weird because how it, it had never occurred to me, what, what like really caught me off guard was that it was like from people who didn't know me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, did you explain we were just we're just friends and we, this is how we met and that we have similar interests and that's why we hang out and talk. Um, I'm
1: kind of the same as you here in that, you know, I kind of grew up with a lot of women in my life. And honestly, I feel a lot more comfortable around most women than I do most men i feel like i have a lot more in common i don't give a shit about sports (laughs) anything like that um but i kind of tend to be a little hyper aware like if i'm hanging out with a woman and they're in a relationship i really try to go out of my way like i'm I'm thinking back to when i was single it's like hey we're gonna go get drinks afterwards why don't you and your boyfriend come out why don't you and your husband come out just like they can meet me hopefully i could just diffuse the situation have a friendship. Hey, maybe her boyfriend or husband's pretty good people too. And I can hang out with them too. Yeah. But yeah, I was always very kind of like, I don't want this guy thinking I'm warning in on his wife or anything (laughs) like that.
0: Yeah. I've, I've been maybe painfully unaware of that for whatever, which is interesting because it's like, oh yeah, it's all over the media Right. Like Mm -hmm. in in, like, right. The Harry Met. I've never seen Harry Met Sally. Me either. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Apparently it's
1: right now. Maybe we'll come up with like an episode of How I Met Your Mother or something.
0: Well, apparently. What? Oh, right. Apparently it's worth watching. And and it's weird because I like Rob Reiner movies. I like Billy Crystal. I like Meg Ryan. I've seen a lot. Of their movies especially from there's time, no that's reason like, why i
1: haven't seen yeah, it i'm not opposed yeah. to it in any way shape or form just yeah. haven't gotten around
0: to it. it's it's a weird blind spot that i have um yeah. but apparently it's worth watching so maybe we should watch it
1: maybe that can be an episode
0: that <laughs> i think this is it so we've too late but we yeah it's never too late for later um yeah
1: Seen in there where Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan are talking, and you know, men and women can't be friends yes. because men inherently want to sleep
0: with you. Yes, which I think is even beyond right. Like to me, it's like that's a whole separate thing. That that um, you know, does that mean gay men can't have male friends?
1: Uh, I think you're hitting onto something there. Does that mean one of the reasons? Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why straight men have a hard time. Some straight men have a hard time hanging out with gay men because of that that uh, weird dichotomy there. It's like, well, if I'm hanging out with him, that he might be into me, and then what do I do? What if I'm attracted to him? What if I might enjoy it? What if uh, I ruin a friendship? Whatever.
0: So it's so yeah, there's a lot in here. So maybe this is... Let's go back to the one thing you said about you feel more comfortable with female friendships than you do with male friendships. and And right, you place it on there's more similar interests just like from the way men are raised to be more focused on sport, right? Like Mm -hmm. to have
1: a certain type of aggression,
0: the masculine hobby. Right. And I used to, right. For some reason I had that story in my head for a while too. And then (laughs) recently I realized, actually, you know, I have probably an equal amount of very close male friendships and very close female friendships. and I'm like, I never really thought that way. I always really thought you no know, my i'm i'm I can only get to be close friends with women. and I'm like, that's kind of messed right. And I'm like, I, like I realized I'm like, that's a messed up thing, but that's just I right for whatever reason.
1: And I think maybe that's part of I mean, think I think you're hitting to something here. Like you you are friends with a lot of men, but you're not friends with the kind of guys who are like, yeah, we're gonna go paint our chests and go to yeah. watch a football game.
0: But I never was. Like into like a fight in the parking lot, like, you never know. But that's the thing, I never really was. But it but like it was it always seemed like, especially in high school, it always seemed like even though I was friends with you know this the skater boy skater kids or the theater kids and the theater boys they were always still trying to be that they were still trying to fit into that box of okay of you know hyper sex, you know everything's about sex and abusing essentially what I'm just gonna refer to is abusing women and men <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah being sexually aggressive. Let's just say that. Which comes out as abuse often. My social anxiety and like my comfort around people isn't really based on gender their
1: gender. I think you like Um, a certain type of person. I think you intend to encounter more women who have that type of personality. But there's definitely men. And and there's one one thing I've really noticed about you, I've been thinking about this since you sent me the question. You're one of the very few people I know that does a really good job of being a friend to a person, but also having probably an equal friendship with that person's spouse.
0: Yeah, that's, that's and true. And when I say
1: spouse, I'm using it in the gender-neutral way because I can think of women in your life that you have very close friendships with their husbands, boyfriends, and vice versa.
0: It's it's significant other, partner. Partner yeah. is the word that that I find most people are trying to use now in in the Bay Area as a gender-neutral, okay. like... Um, because it's shorter than like, try yeah. To, yeah, your partner.
1: And um, it, to me, it makes sense. I mean, like if you're going to be friend with a certain type of girl and she's in a relationship, chances are that person that she's chosen to be in a relationship with has qualities that interest her, you know, simultaneously qualities that would probably interest you. So why not be friends with them as long as they're into it? Hey, cool. Yeah. Um, no jealousy, no problems, and you've broadened your circle.
0: I, right. and like, I have a few noteworthy examples that are kind of counter examples, and it's come okay. up after the that like that relationship has broken up where so
1: like what the other person would say hey my boyfriend husband was a little jealous of you no 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 no
0: little... no no not at that no 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 yeah, no, there, no. no, no. Okay. We're, we're essentially like the relationship ended and right as you do you become friends with one of the people okay oh i see what you mean um and right like i tend like i like i don't you tend
1: to keep the woman
0: a Lot. i tend to keep the woman yes as is just like conan taught me yeah to hear their lamentations. um, I I wouldn't say of intent. It's like, I feel closer because right. Like even in cases where I've maintained friendships to, to both of the exes, both of the, mm-hmm. the former partners. And I'm right. Like I honestly, like I, I know why it's because as men and boys, we're trained not to be intimate and not show our emotions. And so I gravitate towards friendships that are more intimate, right? Like where you talk about how you feel and what you're thinking, right?
1: Yeah. And I think it's ultimately what most of us are looking for, or at least should be looking for.
0: Right. Um, Right. To not just express your emotions in anger. Yeah. We're still like me, even me, like, right? Like, it's like, yeah, I was trained. To only express anger, right? Or to not express myself, but hold it in. And the only way mm-hmm. to appropriately express that was by yelling or being Throwing angry. Stuff. Yeah. But what's that? Throwing stuff. Throwing stuff. Yeah, I've never thrown anything. Oh, God, no, me I've, either. I've punched a wall. I've punched many a wall. <sighs> I've
1: Man, never... I haven't done that since, like, junior high. <laughs>
0: I've never broken my hand. I've no, never...
1: I've never done that. You haven't done it since Junior. I I can think of a college roommate that like I remember going into his room and he like he had holes in the in the drywall. And it's like, first of all, dude, we gotta talk about this because this is gonna come out of our security deposit. Second of all, uh, what's going on? Uh, why are you this angry? What's going on? I don't know, man, it's just this and that. And it's like, okay. And it's like I it consciously I'm in my hands. like, I'm not gonna be friends with this guy. This is not gonna we got nothing in common. If I go hang out with someplace, I'm gonna get drugged into a fight in a parking lot. Which sucks and is dumb. And yeah, I eventually I made a very specific. Okay, I'm gonna distance myself from this guy. No. In the next semester.
0: Now, to be fair, I've had I have plenty of female friends who are the ones that have gotten me into fights. Yeah, because they're the ones that talk shit, right? Like, like yeah. I think, and I think this goes back to the thing of like I think it's a ridiculous thing to even try to say because it's like saying i'm going categor- to categorically remove 50 percent of the population from people i could be a friend with mm-hmm. because i m- may be sexually attracted to them right and i like i <laughs> um i've i've had another male friend accuse me of that Really? Um, and it was hard right like it was really hard for me to wrestle with because it was like yeah i am attracted to her that's a I, whole I different thing to me that's a whole separate thing at least mm-hmm. now like like right i could not put it like I, it really upset me at the time and i couldn't really figure it out but like now it's like well sexual desire and friendship are Two separate things. I'm
1: even going to take it down a notch from sexual desire. Just finding someone attractive, like wow, that that is an attractive person. Sure, You can recognize that, not be like oh, I'm sexually attracted to. It.
0: Sure, but I think right the the attraction, right? It's all kind of kind of bound up into each other because we are we're physical creatures. We're not just mm-hmm. you know computer programs running running lines of we're not know, solving. We're not. <laughs> But even Spock was half human, oh, was in this is true. This he was is an, true. He's never a Star Trek guy. So, even Spock yeah, had her. female friends. Though in the new movies, he's in a relationship with Uhura. Okay. He, <laughs> no,
1: didn't see those. Didn't see the no, new sorry.
0: movies. I swear. I, mm. Okay.
1: I'm kind of an anti-JJ. J. That's a whole thing for another
0: day. You're anti-J. Okay. I'm not a fan of That's, the guy. Now there's a whole episode on Joss Whedon and JJ J. Abrams. JJ J. Abrams and my
1: my things on JJ Abrams have nothing to do with like gender or anything like that. I just don't oh, think he's as good of a director as everybody gives whoa, him credit
0: for. Bringing out the blows in this yeah. <laughs> in this gender Taking studies here. culture podcast. Yeah didn't expect to hear about the overratedness of certain pop culture directors um,
1: anywho <laughs> uh, we, we were talking about being you know you, might, you may be uh, friends with somebody of the opposite sex or whatever gender you happen to be interested in they're attractive you find them attractive but I mean it, it can stop there it can just be that or if, if it's more than that Okay, well they're they're in a relationship and I'm in a relationship and I'd just be shitty for everybody if I acted on this.
0: And 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 right. And here's where where I start with it is my my partner, Jen, Mm-mm. my wife. Don't do it. My don't wife, do it. My I oh, can. If you if I sneezed ah. right now, would what would you say? I would say bless you. Right. It's like that. It's like that.
1: Yeah, I'm fr- starting
0: to the you phrase kind
1: of drift towards the austin powers the phrase you know, no make you horny kind of thing the like, phrase no come on
0: my app. you don't have to do
1: that you don't have to yeah, say what's app you don't know, have to say hey,
0: my wife you any, do any, any my line from a movie from my friend ago, you can let it go you have to you have to do the borat he no, lives in right. every one of us you do not have to do a borat no you don't i'm leaving this part anyway then. i'm leaving this part and i'm not cutting it out
1: I, I take it as my own personal public service <laughs> announcement.
0: Um, we started out as friends, right? Like, mm-hmm. And and we didn't start out as, oh, we're going to go on a date. We It was legitimate, like, we're going to hang out. Um, Got to know
1: each other and moved from there.
0: And, right, and, like, right, very quickly, and I don't want to even say quickly, and this is the other thing that kind of trips me up and hurts me. Hurts me? Trips me up. Um, we... Yeah. After a while, like we started to become more physical and I don't mean mm-hmm. like making out, like, I mean, just like interacting with each other physically where physical boundaries became okay, okay. And then it moved on to, well, we're in, we're in a relationship now. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that, that physicalness, physicalness, physicality, um is a huge part of that difference between f- you know friendship and sexual desire and i think the th- the thing that trips me up is like well you can be physical with people you're not sexually attracted to or attracted to okay um, yeah you can i don't like i i don't have a good example like right of essentially just like putting your arm around somebody's shoulder like a buddy Um, Giving somebody a hug, yeah, like an extended hug, like a cuddle, yeah, Um, like it's especially with male friends, right? Like that's something you do to make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a hugger. You're not. I'm not a hugger. Yeah. You like your personal space. Eh, I don't know.
1: It's it's not quite like that. I just never know what to do. That's another how long (laughs) to hug. Okay, because there's that weird kind of male hug where you just kind of slap each other in the back once and it's like okay, we're done.
0: Break. Which is which is what, what, right, which I think goes into this is like especially as boys we're taught like there's there's two reasons you touch another person, it's because you want to engage in them physically, sexually or you want to fight them. Right? Yeah. Like those I mean,
1: are the two options. Huh? Two other reasons. I mean, maybe their dog died and you're allowed to hug them. No, I... <laughs> that ain't it.
0: But it's still awkward, right? Like it's still like, oh. this is yeah. touching is weird to go back to where you brought up the point of like your experience of talking to guys, straight men who find it weird to be friends with mm-hmm. uh, gay men. And that's whack to me. I've had definitely, <laughs> um, because for a while it was like, oh, maybe I can. O- maybe all of the male friends I have in my life are are gay, and they're like, no, they're not. No, no. <laughs> maybe they're bi. Yeah, probably no, not. No. Well, anyway, some yeah. maybe, but I don't know. But especially like how we teach young boys that they can't be physical with, because that physical touch is bad or unwanted. Mm-hmm. There's something there. I don't. I'm. You know. I'm not a sociologist. I'm not a sociologist. No, You're closer no. to a sociologist than I am. You yeah, you, you yeah. did a job that had the word social in it. I still you do still do that. you still do a yeah. job that has the word social in it, and you mm-hmm. work with people and see them all other socially,
1: yeah.
0: But right, like there's something there about you can only touch another person because a very specific reason an event is happening, right? Like there's a box of right. reasons. Like the first step of physical attraction is like, well, I actually am comfortable having some shared physical contact with you, even if it's innocuous.
1: Yeah, same time. I'm I'm just not a hugger. I'm not sure. I hug hug my wife. I hug my kids. I hug my mom. Okay. I'm
0: going to hug you next time I see you. What What, if if I don't want you to hug me?
1: Turn the tables, Tim. What if it's non-consensual hugging going on?
0: Exactly. And I think that's, and, and I think that's a, the whole other thing about, well, men and women can't be friends. It's like, well, <laughs> there's some non-consensual stuff happening if they can't be friends, right? Like that the idea that men and women who are friends, it's just about one of them is interested in the other one. And it's like, well, usually it's the man is interested in the woman. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, then there's some because we're the then you probably should intervene right you should be concerned but at the same time has anything actually happened in in terms of right i i'm gonna try to hug you but you don't want to be hugged because it's non-consensual i right like as a friend i assume you would tell me that
1: yeah i'm just i've never been a hugger
0: and it's fine. I'm not judging you. I'm not saying that you have to be. Um, I'm not asking really? you to defend it. But, think it might be. but do you get what I'm saying about Yeah. If you were if you were Weena,
1: Which a terrible name by every account. Sure. Do not name your children Todd Weena.
0: I would also expect them to tell me that they were uncomfortable if I try to hug them. But also it's like I also feel how uncomfortable you are right now. Like how, how, like at what point does this become something that's difficult for me to do? If I were to actually hug you and you were to stand there limply, unhappily. Probably
1: very tense. Yeah.
0: At some point, like me being, you know, a human capable of empathy and sympathy would recognize, like it would become uncomfortable for me too. Right.
1: Yeah. Oh, maybe.
0: And to, <laughs> well, it should be right. That's what I'm saying. That's 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 the the way. This is how we should teach. It definitely should be little kids. Like like that's consensuality to me, right? Like being able yeah, to
1: yeah P- pick up on cues, ask somebody, just freaking ask somebody.
0: It it shouldn't be that the expectation is for the other person to yell at you in the face. No, and you yeah. stop.
1: But you know if they're if they're not responding to the hug, okay, break it off. Mental note: don't do this again.
0: Yeah, or have a conversation about it. That too. So we I think we solved this. I think yeah. we we put a we, pin in it, man. We put this to bed.
1: Oh man, we did a service to humanity today, Tim.
0: Two dudes talking about cross-gendered friendships and how okay Again, they are.
1: Our listener is going to be a better person tomorrow.
0: Our listener or me. <laughs> Currently <laughs> I'm I um I'm still editing. Okay. Uh you got what else you got?
1: Uh, what's been getting you through this week, Tim? Oh
0: shit, man! Fargo, season three. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh man. So we we had that in our DVR, DVD. I'm sorry, DVR. And um, for some reason, episode two did not tape. We have all of them except episode two. Oh,
0: and that episode two is a good one.
1: And it was just we watched the first one, really enjoyed it, but it was just like okay, we're not gonna go through the next ten episodes without this missing piece.
0: It's it's interesting so. because. I was gonna say homecoming mm. um, new TV show from a podcast oh yeah yeah Julia, uh, Roberts, Julia right. Roberts but um, Fargo and and even though Fargo is made by a white I like it I, to me Fargo is the best example of what it means for something made by male white industry to make something that's inclusive mm-hmm where you have female characters, but they're not all just the same character with different actresses. They're all different people, right? Like, and you have disabled characters and you have, you know, people of color,
1: Native American um, characters who are conflicted about their own race
0: and mastermind. Yeah. So yeah. you, you've seen the first and second season.
1: I, I have take it. enjoyed them thoroughly.
0: Um, Cool. We could, we could, maybe we should just, maybe we should forget this manliness thing mm. and just do a Fargo recap show. Because okay. I, I need somebody to talk about this with.
1: I haven't seen the, the uh, first and second season in a couple of
0: years. That's fine.
1: But uh, yeah, as soon as we can get a hold of uh, episode two, uh, I wouldn't mind taking a deep dive into that. Have you checked out Legion? I have not. Oh, Legion is good. Legion is wonderful, same uh, showrunner.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, so Noah Hawley, Noah Hawley, Haley, Hawley. Um, it's an adaptation. You know, it's the first season is it's supposed to be an adaptation of the movie Fargo, but a different story. Mm-hmm. It's an anthology series, and it's it's got everything that I want in a show. It if you like the Coen Brothers, which not everybody does
1: but everybody should
0: it, it's for you because literally it does everything the coen brothers movies do in a tv show and they it ratches it up to 10
1: so, yeah because um, there's a lot of different types of coen brothers
0: the tv show really made me realize it's like oh yeah the coen brothers really do have this one universe where it is love of la crime drama uh what about you? What's been getting you through this
1: week? Well, um a couple hours ago I actually got to go see a movie. Um again, the, no uh, singing animals, no princesses, no nothing like that. It was pretty awesome. Um What
0: about singing? Was there any called, singing? Uh,
1: no, there was no uh Nina there was a scene where uh a woman would listen to uh, Nina Simone on the record and it broke your heart. But
0: So there was singing.
1: Uh the movie is called Widows. Oh, okay. It is wonderful. Viola Davis, um Steve McQueen was the director. Oh, nice. Uh, Just wonderful. I would say it's easily the best heist movie since The Usual Suspects. Huh. It's something that's taken very seriously, very earnestly. You're looking at a lot of different moving parts, a lot of different motivations by the characters. And, man, this might need to be edited out, but I think there's one thing that I really respected about the movie the black female characters had black female hair. Like the the black women in my life that I know, they, they have dreads, they have short hair, they have braids. And the ones that I know, they kind of, if they're getting their hair straightened, they're not doing it as much anymore. I think it's something that's fading to the background. Mm-hmm. And so the black female characters in this movie have, a black woman's hair, not straightened, not not product, not nothing like that. And I, I thought that was a, a really a different director. I think would have had Viola D- Davis's hair straightened or under a wig, and hmm. it would have been uh, Beyonce playing uh, the getaway driver or something like hmm. that. Nothing against Beyonce, absolutely nothing against Beyonce, but I just really respected the choice that they made there to have people look like what they do in real life.
0: Don't fuck with the Illuminati, please. Why I don't would I do that? That would be dumb. I'm not that dumb. I don't need, I don't need Jay Z outside outside my house.
1: But but like I said, maybe maybe delete that part out. It's a wonderful movie. Is the takeaway?
0: Uh, no, I don't. I don't think that. I don't. I don't think that needs to be cut out. I think that's worth saying and worth noting because it's yeah. true. Cause I
1: think, and I guess, I guess ultimately what I'm saying is, if 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 somebody out there chooses to have their hair straightened, that's their decision, and I I have nothing to say about that. But being that this was somebody who was, it was directed by a black director from a black point of view, I really respect that choice. And, and the last thing I will say on this is if I am wrong on this, yeah, man, please educate me. I, I would like to know I'll listen to you. Yeah. I, I, I think if there's a, a goal for this podcast, I think Tim and I both want to become better uh, people. And if uh, we say something that offends or it doesn't sound quite right, just let us know. We'll listen to you. We'll listen. All right, Tim.
0: All right. All right, Todd, have a good night. Thank you, you once again. thank you this is the end of the show all right we'll see everybody next week take care thank you all for listening and thank you to the artist color for the use of our theme song freed from greed off their album trinity you can find more of their music at www.cullah.com as always don't keep yourself in a box